Welcome to Off The Cut, a podcast where we talk about building, making, and answering all of your questions. I'm Eric from Spensley Design Co. And I'm Zach from Zach Builds. If you have a question that you would like us to answer on air, you can send it to offthecutpodcast at gmail.com. You can find both of us on YouTube, Instagram, and unfortunately, because we have to keep up with kids, you can find us on TikTok too. All right, now let's get into the show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Off The Cut episode 14, which is respectfully dedicated to the food of the day. Oh, you're going to be motion sickness there, Zach. <laughs> sorry, sorry, with the camera for a second. <laughs> oh, we don't have two today. That was bad notes. Today, the food of the day is cherry cobbler. But I know up in Canada, today is known better as Tuesday, May 17th, 2022. Uh, quick question for you, Eric. Are cobblers more of a thing in the U.S. than up here in Canada? Because I remember when we were talking with... Uh, oh, my God. I've already forgotten his name. I'm such... Such a horrible person. Well, we've uh, had John. Yes, we've not had John. Jay. Jay. There we go. Yes, Jay was talking about his uh, his mother in law's corn cobbler. Was he not? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And I've we never... still don't know what the hell a corn cobbler is. Yeah, and I don't know what a cherry cobbler is either. So, so last was it last weekend? Two weekends ago? No, last 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 weekend. Mm-hmm. We my. Uh, my mom's birthday. No, I always mess this up. My dad's birthday and Mother's Day are almost mm-hmm. always on the same day. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then my mom's birthday and Father's Day are almost always on the same day. So we mm-hmm. knock out both those holidays same at the same time. Gotcha. So last you week, should you should do a thing in your family where you like swap the days. Oh, that'd really throw people off. <laughs> <laughs> so, so last week, uh, we you know we got together, had a little family dinner or whatever, and mm-hmm. my sister mm-hmm. made blueberry cobbler. Okay. And I know that I like cobbler, but I genuinely can't really tell you what it is. Okay, I'm when you say blueberry cobbler, I picture like almost like a like a granola y like thing. Is that the case? So, like, that's what I was expecting. But, mm-hmm. you, like, I was tasked with cutting into this. And it's it's almost like a pie filling on the inside where it's, like, the blueberries and has, like, the sauce and syrup and stuff around it. So, it's, like, set yeah. up a little bit, but it's still okay. a little runny. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the top. And I'm, like, I'm probably murdering this. It's almost like like a thin like pancake kind of thing. Like it's not crunchy. Oh, okay. Because I'm picturing like oats over the top of it for some reason. So that's kind of what I was expecting too. Blueberry cobbler. It or looks quarter. like a lot of them have kind of like a like a crunchy, airy, crispy top to it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like almost like a muffin top, maybe? Yeah, that's kind of okay. what I was... Maybe that's a better explanation. It was like a really thin muffin. Okay. Like well, quarter inch. This has been really enlightening, and I've learned that there are way more types of cobbler than I ever could have possibly imagined. What is a cobbler? Not yeah, CA great. boiler. Oh. What's the like stereotypical cobbler? Like I've... Is there know. like... <clears throat> sorry, I still got a little bit of the cough left. Is there a little like... Is there like a prototypical cobbler? I don't know. Like a chicken cobbler? Or Most a- popular cobbler. It's <laughs> a great podcast, by the way. <laughs> Ten fruit cobblers. What butch fly? Oh, okay. this looks like it's a hotly 
debated topic. Okay, okay. We've really stepped in a hornet's nest of yeah, white food enthusiasts. We, yeah. <laughs> Cherry cobbler. They're all like the best top 10 best cobblers and stuff like that. But according to Wikipedia, which is the know-all be-all of knowledge on the internet. Of course, yes. Um, cobbler is a dessert consisting of a fruit filling poured into a large baking dish and covered with a batter, biscuit, or dumpling before being oh, baked. Okay, okay. Hey, do you remember in like high school and university, they were like, Wikipedia is not an acceptable source and you cannot use that for your papers and stuff like that. Have you ever tried to change something on Wikipedia? Uh, yeah, my friend. So funny story. My friend used to periodically go to like the list of the people who were in the Mickey Mouse Club and he would add his name at the bottom yeah. of the list. <laughs> but the thing is, somebody would catch it all the time. They would somebody would remove like it instantly. all the time. Yeah. So I don't know if they have some sort of algorithm that's like, hey, you've never like posted anything else that's like being accredited by anybody. So we're just going to remove any changes you make. It's not as easy as you think to vandalize Wikipedia is the moral of the story. Like, so you're a couple years older than I am mm-hmm. when I was in like elementary school. So this would have been like 2000 to like 2003, three, like 90, 98 to 2003 ish, roughly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was kind of like when, you know, it was Ask Jeeves came out and that was like what is now Ask.com. But Ask Jeeves was like a search engine. That's actually a deep cut. I don't know if many people would know that Ask Ask used to be Ask Jeeves. Yeah. And it was funny. It was the first search engine where you could enter things in the form of a question instead of trying to like, you know, put together the right combination of keywords. You would just like kind those of like, like what they call like Boolean searching or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, there's Boolean and there's like verbatim. There's a couple different ways you can do it. Um, but yeah, the, I remember my friend was like, oh, you got to check out this website because you can just ask it literally yeah. anything and it'll yeah, yeah. find the answer for you. But it was so bad. Like it never worked. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, it yeah. Well, do you remember? Do you remember Alta Vista? That was like the precursor. That was proto Google. <sighs> I feel like Alta Vista was the one that like. It would, it'd be like the Mac versus PC debate. People are like, oh, I'm using Google to search something. They're like, oh, you got to use AltaVista, man. <laughs> well, I remember I was a big AltaVista. That was like my default search engine. And then one day this kid came to school. He's like, hey, have you heard of this thing called Google? And I went and I checked it out. And I like literally never once went back to AltaVista after I tried Google once. So if you go to AltaVista on, oh, ironically, if I Google AltaVista. Vista, yeah. You go to altavista.com and it immediately pings you to search.yahoo.com. A couple of random oh, letters okay. equals AltaVista. Oh, interesting. So Yahoo must have bought them at some point, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of like when I think the most popular search on uh, Bing, the Microsoft search engine is, is like, da- yeah, it's like download Chrome or, or yeah. Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had... This was back in my in my day of thinking that running these low level, I wouldn't call it a scam, but you'll get what I, you'll get what I'm saying. Okay, um, yeah. running these low level scams would make me a lot of money on Bing, and I don't know if they still have it. Bing they rewards? used to be this what? They had Bing rewards for a little while. Yes. They would like, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so for anybody that doesn't know what Bing rewards is, you they would effectively give you like points. 
mm-hmm. every day for like searches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I had run, ran this macro through Google Chrome that would open up Bing and just search a oh. bunch of random stuff really, really quick. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I thought I was like, I thought I was killing it, right? I yeah. bring in like, I get like a Chipotle gift card every month. And then What's you think, that? yeah, it's like $5. Yeah, but think, I mean. I'm assuming you were doing this like yesterday. This is probably like Eric back in university or something. When yeah, this was at time. least 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you just run this little, little script every morning. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, man, I got five bucks. But then you think of like how much time you sank into it. And you're like, you're getting paid like <laughs> under a dollar an hour for your time. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of schemes that I used to do like that when I was much younger. And I'm not sure my time was worth much more than a dollar an hour at that point. So, you know, I think it balanced out. So I want to know, what are some Zach Canadian, young Zach Canadian schemes, money-making schemes? Oh, Boy. Uh, well, a lot of them uh, revolve around like the construction world. Okay. Uh, like I got to crack exi- into a cold one for this. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. There it is. Uh, Lemon you lime. Would be, you'd be surprised what you can resell out of a building you're demolishing. I have mm. sold bricks. So I've like torn down chimneys. And, you know, you tear down a chimney. You have at the end of the job, you got like 400 bricks. Oh, yeah. Th- throw them up on Craigslist and you say, hey, 50 cents each for these reclaimed bricks. People will come and buy those bricks. Let I me tell you. I don't think that's like a scam, though. I think that's smart. Yeah, you think so? I mean, the the part where it gets kind of not so smart is when okay. you have to, like, load them into the back of your truck and drop them off. Or somebody comes with their, like, crappy sedan and you're, like, helping them, like, brick by brick fill their trunk with bricks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's some other good ones around. I mean, basically anything of value when I was younger, when I was demolishing a house, I would like keep it like old toilet or, you know, like pot lights and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, those, those things would always get recycled. I'm trying to think uh, there's got to be some. Oh, uh, in grade. Uh, this is a good one. In grade eight, I think me and my friends would go to Costco. I don't know how the hell we got to Costco, but we would buy like big flats of like Coke and we would buy yeah. Mis- Mr. Noodle, like ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. And we would sell them out of our locker. Mm. And uh, so we had the, you know, we, very small markup. I think at one point we were even actually renting videos out of our, out of our locker. <laughs> <laughs> what? You got a, the Blockbuster? You had Blockbuster no, in Canada, like, right? Or yes, family yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we had Blockbuster. No family video, actually. No. That's, that's not a brand I'm familiar with. We would, like, you know, like, take our parents' DVDs or VHSs or whatever and be like, you know, you want to rent this for a week? Uh, give me a dollar. Um, so that was fun. And then so we saved all the money that we had accumulated from, like, selling Coke out of our lockers and not, not Coca-Cola. Cocaine. Coca-Cola, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> out of our lockers all all year. And then at the end of the year, there, we had this big camping trip where we would go away for a week as a school. So we loaded up with duffel bags. All, so we saved all the money, went to Costco, loaded up duffel bags full of, like, you know, Twizzlers and more Coca-Cola and root beer. And then we went to this summer camp thing oh gosh. and out of our cabin we were just selling all the snacks and stuff that we had accumulated we i don't know we probably made like a 100 bucks each and thought we were rich so yeah but uh, <laughs> if you got a hundred dollars in eighth grade yeah you were yeah, exactly rich. yeah <laughs> yeah oh. that's like 10 pokemon cards right there see these are actually some good ones i guess the first thing that comes to mind 
for me is when the original Xbox came out. Mm-hmm. So this was like 2000, 2001, maybe? Yeah. So somewhere in that range, right? Yeah. And Mountain Dew was like a big partner of theirs. Okay. okay. And they were running this promo, which I haven't seen this promo in a while, but I also don't buy soda. So like, I don't, I don't know if they still do it, but basically what they would do is you would go, the idea was that you'd buy like a 12 pack or a 24 pack of Mountain Dew. And then on the side of the case, they had a little sticker. You would Mm. then take the sticker home, type in like a code or whatever on the internet, excuse me, and see if you like won an Xbox. Sure. Okay. And Obviously, not only did I not have any t- any money at that time, I also there, there was also no way you could even get it because it was just like so sold out everywhere. So oh, my okay. so my buddy and I would ride our bikes to every grocery store and like our in our close area and just go and rip all these <laughs> stickers off all the Mountain Dew things. They put it on the outside. Yeah, they're, they're morons. Oh, yeah, morons. That was, yeah, they deserve to have you scam them then. <laughs> but this is 20 years ago, so. True, true. And I remember we would go every day after school, and we would enter all these stickers, and we never won a damn thing. Oh, damn. But then one time, they, like a store manager or something, like caught us doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically... You're not, not stealing really stealing products. anything. Yeah, right? you're like, yeah. And so us being, you know, eight or nine mm-hmm. at the time, I'm thinking, I'm going to jail. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we were terrified. Like, he ended up, like, not calling our, our parents or whatever, <laughs> just kind of, like, kicked us out of the store. Yeah. But, dude, we were terrified to go back <laughs> to that store. <laughs> I bet. I remember one time I was, uh, I was at this, like, local amusement park and amusement park is being generous it was not uh it had like a was it a kfc no (laughs) a kfc (laughs) kentucky fried chicken (laughs) why would you think amusement park people watching that's a a oh i see i see what you're saying no this was like a very like rinky dink little amusement park they had like one thing of teacups but they had like the train that runs around the whole thing i remember being on it with my friends and we were like, you guys want to jump off in the middle of the like the ride and you then won't. like Yeah, and then like run away. So we we jump off and we run away and immediately a security guard like runs over and catches me. Oh, and God. uh the, uh at the end of the day, like what did I do? I jumped off a very, very slow moving train. So he was like, Hey, I'm gonna have to like, you know, like kick you out of the park now. And my other friends like ran out of the park anyways. Yeah. And yeah. We got separated and they like they like came back and like were like talking to the management. They're like, well, what happened to our friend? We lost him. And they're like, you're probably going to have to pick him up from the police station. Oh, no. <laughs> so they were assuming that I was arrested. Meanwhile, I'm just like, you know, sitting on a park bench, probably like 50 feet away. From Eating them. a snow cone. But you like you believe when you're a kid that these like little tiny things like I used to think it was so easy to go to jail. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah it's so, like yeah you know peeling a sticker on a grocery store they're definitely gonna lock you up for life for that oh oh yeah i thought i was going down i was going to the slammer for sure <laughs> yeah so i got one that actually did involve me going to a police station and having to get Ooh. interrogated 
Okay, let's hear this story. <laughs> so my family brings us up all the time just as like is a joke they like to tell people this. Obviously, nothing happened. Um, again, I was sure, probably sure. In, allegedly. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> I was in probably. Oh, this was another Xbox thing. Oh. So okay, hold on. Microsoft's really getting their money's worth yeah, on the yeah, sponsorship. Yeah. Xbox 360. When did this come out? Oh, I remember uh, when I bought my 360. Standby, uh, dead air. Two thousand five. Okay, so I would have been thirteen. I was gonna say what I was gonna say when I was seventeen. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So go back to when you were thirteen. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. They had a, this is another one of these dumb. I guess that kind of comes full circle with this like Microsoft Bing points search <laughs> thing, right? Okay. This was during the height of like spam ads on websites or whatever. Mm, and this pop-ups. is probably during like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. pop ups and like uh, LimeWire where you'd illegally down mus- download music oh, and yeah. stuff. Um, oh, yeah. And one of the ads that came up said, You want a free Xbox 360. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And. This was probably the first time I had seen this ad because, again, guys, this is 17 years ago. Like, we're, we all know what these ads mean now. Yeah, but there's a different time back then, right? <laughs> it's like, a different it time. Wild West. <laughs> and so this ad comes up. Boom. You've got an Xbox 360. And I'm thinking, yeah, I do. <laughs> so I click on it, go through this whole thing. And how those things work, for anybody who doesn't know how they work, is they say, you've won it, but you have to complete like tasks mm, and mm-hmm. so these tasks are going to be like subscribing to magazines and like you're you're basically subscribing to all these different services oh and okay. i just remembered a good scam so okay keep going i'll tell it afterwards scam. yeah yeah and after you complete this myriad of tasks or surveys or whatever you've effectively given away so much information that they're signing you up for all these things. And you've probably, let's let's say the Xbox is 300 bucks. You've probably completed tasks worth several thousands. So then this scam company would have basically get an affiliate commission on all these different things and then send you an Xbox if they actually do. Yeah. Yeah. And so I knew at the time I was like, well, I'm not going to put my information in on this. That's annoying, right? <laughs> yeah. So I put in, you know, just some very basic names like Tom Jones. Sure. Or something like that. One, One two, two, three, three Happy yeah. Street. Or yeah. Something like gotcha. That. Yeah. You know, made a made a phone number that was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm at hockey practice or something like that. And my my dad picks me up and he goes, hey, uh, we're going to go to the police station now. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> and he goes, I got a call from the like the local, I don't know, police station. Um, and they want to interrogate us about identity theft. Oh, do you know anything about this? And I'm thinking. I have no idea. And he goes, well, they traced it back to our IP address. Really? For and, and, Like at our house, right? Yeah. And I'm still like, 
I've got no idea what's going on, right? Now, let me ask you, were you playing dumb in that moment? Or no, were I you thinking like didn't know okay, what was okay, going okay. on? Okay, okay, okay. Because there is that that kid instinct to just like, I'm just gonna deny, 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 and then hope this goes away. Even though you're red faced, right? Yeah, exactly. Like shit the Xbox thing. <laughs> shit the Xbox thing. <laughs> oh, oh, we gotta go explicit now. Oh damn, oh, I forgot. Yeah, that's oh. all right. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Kids won't hear this one. We don't want the kids to hear these money-making scams anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, true. <laughs> so we get to the police station, and I'm still just like, I don't know what's going on, right? And the, I, I get in there, and they, I think my dad might have had a clue what was going on, but he didn't want to say anything. And they're like, um, Eric, you need to go in this room, you know, with these detectives or whatever. I, I don't know if they were actually detectives, but I think they were trying to really scare me, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the, this detective puts this piece of paper, like puts it down on on the table and is like, Tom Jones, one, two, three, Happy mm-hmm. Street. This number, he goes, do you know this person? <laughs> and then that's when I went, oh. Uh-huh. And then I just, I, I just flat out told the guy, I was like, yeah, you know, I was basically trying to win an Xbox, and yeah. I knew that this had the potential to charge people, so I was just making up some BS stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we went through this whole rigmarole. I had to call this this person and explain to them what had happened. I had to go... I went to them in person and explained what happened. It was all good. They ended up getting charged like $11 worth of something, uh, so like it so- wasn't a big deal. Okay, so let me get this straight. The person who reported you was the 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 guy who actually lived at one two three Happy Street, or yeah. the company. Okay, okay, but yeah. not the company that was like, "Hey, we're giving away Xboxes." Correct. Okay, Correct. The, I'm thinking here like this scam company, like or you know maybe it wasn't a scam. I'm pretty sure it was oh, a reported scam. Reported me to the police. <laughs> yeah, reported you to the police for entering like fake information in their form. I was no. like, wow, that's ballsy. It w- it was this one two three Happy Street resident that got like this miscellaneous like eleven dollar charge, and then instead of just calling their bank and disputing it, they filed a freaking <laughs> police report. Wow! Wow! Well, I mean, I guess maybe they were lonely and they wanted to talk to police officers. Yeah. So that's always the running joke in my family. They're like, did you hear about the time Eric got arrested? (laughs) For identity theft, no less. For identity theft. So, yeah. Um, Never got in trouble. It was just like the guy kind of like, you know, you realize the severity of like what this could have been. And I was like, oh, yeah. So like, don't falsify stuff out there, people. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, you, you said you had one that that, that came up and uh, yeah, so your, your mind. At some point, somebody put me on to this trick. I'm trying. Okay, so there was a way that you could get free magazine subscriptions. Oh yeah, I would sign up all my buddies for like the the weird magazines. Yeah. Okay. Like so nursing I had, mothers monthly. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't sign up for that one, but <laughs> I was I was crazy about magazines for some reason when I was a kid. I think I was just like entertainment deprived. So I loved car magazines and video game magazines, yeah. all sorts of stuff. Um, but those that thing where so the, for anybody who doesn't know, you used to be able to just sign up for free magazine subscriptions, even if like if you go to the newsstand and you take one of those things out, they might might charge you like $12, but they don't actually care about that $12. What they want is to be able to tell advertisers that they have a huge subscription base base so that they can charge more for ads. 
the the actual charge is like a token amount that they don't really yeah. care about. So if you are find the right website, you can get free magazine subscriptions, mm -hmm. but not in Canada because it's more oh. expensive to ship things to Canada. Yeah. So my scam was that I would register uh, magazine subscriptions to American hotel addresses. And then I would go on the magazine's website and I would fill out the change my address form. And then I would have them redirected to Canada. <laughs> oh, God. So, How old were you at this time? Oh, God. I don't know, like 14, 15, something like that. Oh, still, Good still times. my, my, uh, Probably a little bit old enough to know better, but my labor my, my time value for money was still zero. So I had all the time in the world to like try and figure out this intricate system for redirecting these magazines around the world so I could avoid paying like a $23 subscription fee. Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> time is money, right? <laughs> so true. But see, like the, now you, you realize that like it's not worth my time. I'll just pay the damn fee. Oh, I used to like pirate video games back in the day. Like, oh, yeah. I uh, like BitTorrent and all those things now. And I never do that anymore because it's honestly just more, it's worth my time to just like buy the thing. Like, you know, rather than like try and like hunt down all the bugs, you got to find the website with the right crack. And then you got to find a serial key generator and yeah. all this stuff in order to make it work. It's like, I'll just pay $40 and yeah. you know, have the game work in, in perpetuity. Really, for me, the only thing that I op that I actively pirated was music. Yeah. But like, yeah, me too. Once somebody showed me Spotify, I was yeah. like, wait, yeah, I can just pay like because I still have the college one. Yeah, <laughs> they haven't kicked me off it yet. So I pay like five <laughs> or six dollars a month and I just have virtually yeah. all the music just at my fingertips and I don't have to like search and be like, oh, no, this is a really crappy version. It's not the right bit rate. Like, oh, my God, yeah. I will 100 percent pay for that all day. Exactly. And the, the thing is, like, people are willing to pay for services, but they just got the price wrong when the Internet first came around. They wanted to yeah. charge you a dollar a song. It's like, I'm not going to pay that. Like, that's no. that's pretty ridiculous. But what I will do is I will pay $15 a month or $10 a month to have unlimited access to for every sure. song. Like, yeah, that that price point works for me. But don't try and keep charging me CD prices in a digital age. No. And I think they really smartened up where they where they did like the family plans, too. So it's like yes, yeah. you, mom, dad, plus the kids can all be on the same Spotify account. You For have sure. like separate accounts. So like I don't have to listen to this music my sister's listening to. But you just like pay for one family and then everybody's yeah. got their music. They're still making yeah. a boatload of cash on that. Oh, totally. I pay $10 a month for, uh, it might be 12 now, but for YouTube premium, YouTube music. And then that's also like covers my girlfriend too. And yeah. It's, yeah. I yeah. need to do the YouTube premium thing. Oh, it's nice, man. You know, I go over to like my friend's house and I'll like try and play a YouTube video. I'm like, oh. what are these ads? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I know those ads pay my bills to a certain degree, yeah. but <laughs> those turds that put ads on their videos. Who are these people? Oh, oh my God. Scum. Speaking of ads, mm -hmm. I want to thank the, uh, the sponsor of this episode. <laughs> Microsoft. <laughs> oh, we, uh, all right. That uh -oh. was a great ad read. <laughs> we don't have a sponsor. We, I did see in our email inbox, there was like a company that was approaching us about doing some like 
they wanted to market our podcast and they were going to do transcription services and a whole bunch of different things for us. So they wanted I us noticed, to pay them. Oh, did they want to? Oh, they I wanted us to it pay. It looked like scam. I just deleted it. They, you know what, though? I did appreciate. Okay, so when you when you get to be an online content creator, the emails are constant. You just get like, you, you get a barrage. I wake up to like two or three emails every day from like some random company. I had a company today. uh asking me if I wanted to partner with them and they had like a portable air conditioner that you wore around your neck. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, what, was I, what was I saying? You get all these emails from companies. Oh, 99% of the time, it's just a copy and paste form. Hello, right? dear. Hello, dear. Yeah, exactly. This one said, hey, Eric and Zach. So I was like, oh, that's nice. They took a little bit of time to actually, uh, to actually you know, craft the email a little bit for us. Yeah, I didn't respond. No, no, I noticed it was in the garbage can. I was like, correct decision, correct decision. <laughs> uh, but I do think we ought to take a new, uh, new, we got to take a second to thank our new patrons. Heck yeah. Um. All right. So now with our returning top tier patrons, mm-hmm. we don't have any new patrons. That's why I didn't say anything. A returning, oh, I thought we did have a new one. No. Okay. Okay. I don't okay, think you're so. Charged with- you're charging on, this stuff. Let me look. Patreon.com, standby, dead air, uh, relationship there, there, manager. Ben, I Daniel. swear there was one that was between like the last episode and now, but I could be wrong. No. Okay. All right. You're you're more on top of these things than I am. I, I don't know why so. I question you about these things. Yeah, I always get I always get blasted for this. Well, if we did miss, miss you, let me know. But anyway, returning top tier patrons, still supporting us, still letting us rock this podcast without obnoxious ad reads. Mm-hmm. Corey Davil and Ooh. the OG Scott Eastman at Eastie's Woodshop. Yes, sir. Got him. I think uh, Scott said he was going to change his name this week, but uh, maybe he never got around to doing that. Yeah, he said he wanted to change it every week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was gonna be uh, Scott the Merch Man because he actually got his tree, his T-shirt. Oh, baby! Yeah, got his T-shirt in the mail, huh? Yeah, exactly. All right, all right. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw it. You posted a picture on uh, on the internets. On yes, the, sir. On yes, the sir. Instagrams on the Google Box. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> so, if you want to get one of those sweet T-shirts, get access to the after show where we talk for most of the time about another hour. Mm-hmm. Get a shout out on the podcast. Probably already just said that. Uh, join us over at patreon.com slash off the cut podcast. There's a link down in the description. I realize I can say that. And I also uh, want to quickly point out because I had a, oh, I forget his name now. The very nice Finnish guy uh, sent uh, me a very complimentary DM on Instagram. But oh. he was asking me if all of the old episodes, are, uh, all the old after shows are archived on Patreon. So, yes, they are. As soon yes. as you become a patron, you get access to all the after shows that we've ever done. And you get that special URL that you can throw in your podcast Yes. Uh, app of choice and it automatically beams the all the after shows over there. Correct. So so if you do want to join us after we're done here, we will be over on Patreon. Mm-hmm. But speaking of Patreon, uh, one of the perks there is you get priority access to your questions. So yep. we got a question coming in mm-hmm. all the way from, <laughs> I don't know, uh, I don't want to reveal where Mark lives. That'd be weird. Yeah. Mark Alms. He says, question for the podcast. 
What is both your revenue split percentage-wise oh, yeah. yeah. between Instagram and YouTube? Yeah. Just curious on how they compare. Uh so it's kind of hard to compare because YouTube is for me is a little bit more consistent in yeah. that like I get like an ad revenue check every month from them. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Instagram, the only way I'm making money is if I do a partnership with a brand. So yes. usually YouTube is like a slower, more consistent trickle. And then Instagram is more it's a little lumpier because, you know, like I might not do a sponsor post one month and then I might have two the next month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I would say, actually, you know, I should know this because I did my taxes relatively recently. It is pretty close to a 50-50 split, I would say. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 really hard. It would be, you know, maybe 60-40 leading a little bit more towards YouTube. But for some reason, brands seem to be willing to pay a little bit more for sponsorships on Instagram, which I'm not sure I really understand. But hey, I'm happy to take it. Instagram seems to get like a better reach. Yeah. Yeah. Cause well, like YouTube, yeah. like if somebody doesn't want to watch the video, they just don't watch it. But on yes. Instagram, it's like they scroll and they just get smacked with it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. But, um, but I feel like, you know, in like a YouTube ad has a little bit more punch behind it because oh, like, sure. especially if it's in like the middle of a video, and they're like, you're like invested in finishing this video. Like you're going to watch that ad or you might skip ahead on it. But I feel like it's so easy to just uh, just keep scrolling on Instagram mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as soon as like a sponsor post comes up. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. Mine, mine's kind of a little I would say it's tough because a lot of the sponsorships I have are kind of like blended stuff. Yes, that happens a lot, sense. too. Yeah. So, like, for example, with Craig, like, sure, they'll sponsor a YouTube video, but then you can usually get extra money. So if they're like, oh, we'll pay you X for a YouTube video and you go, great, I'm also going to be posting, you know, a bunch of different stuff on Instagram and TikTok. And um, can you increase the rate, you know, X plus Y? Yeah. So I guess it's like. It's kind of hard to say like where exactly the revenue is coming from, but true. In unless you are doing sponsored ads on Instagram, you are not making money. Yeah, with well, the caveat I mean, of what I just got. Yeah, I was gonna say, can we talk about your your real uh, yeah. your real bonuses? So we've been. This is something that we've kind of talked about for a while, and we have genuinely have no idea how this works. So the Instagram real bonus is some mysterious thing that no one has any idea how you get access to it. Mm-hmm. I was just on Instagram the other day and I logged in and then that comes up. It's a little pop-up, Ooh. right? Yep. Like just a regular pop-up. And it says, Spenceley Design Co., your reels could be earning you money. And I'll just come out and flat out and say this because it's a ridiculous amount of money, but it's also... <laughs> I'll tell you a ridiculous goal. They said, get paid up to $35,000 by sharing new reels. This opportunity is only available until May 30th. So 13 days. Yeah, I got that on, what day was it? Thursday. So I don't say, so 18 days, right? Okay. And then, so you click on it and you say, get started. 
and it's this page here that basically mm -hmm. says the exact same thing, mm -hmm. except this one says, to get your $35,000 bonus, you have to get, and wait, 349 million views <laughs> in like ah. 18 days. How like, the I don't hell am I ever going to get that? <laughs> yeah, so basically the only only person making any money off something like that is like Justin Bieber, I have to imagine. Yeah. Right. And, and he might not even because he might not even care about posting reels. So I don't I don't even know who's making that money. So so to give you an idea, rough math, zero, that's roughly a hundred dollars for every million views that you get. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is OK. So and I, I would say if I get a YouTube video that has uh, a million views you're getting several thousands of dollars. Maybe, yeah, maybe even like, might be like six, seven thousand dollars. Yeah. So, so I'm actually, for the sake of discussion, I'm going to go on YouTube, find my, one of my videos that's got a lot of views on it. That's mm -hmm. okay. So this rigid Tonka miter saw has 141 million views. Thousand, I think. Um, thousand, hundred forty-one thousand. Yeah. Okay, analytics, and just through ad revenue, I've made uh, two thousand two hundred and seventy-four dollars and two cents. There you go. So multiply that times six to get to a million. Yeah, thereabouts. So almost, almost twelve thousand dollars then. Yeah. So, so that's pretty good. You're getting. Pennies on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. To do this. Uh, do you get money? Have you gotten any money from TikTok yet? Yeah. I think in one year, I think what? TikTok, TikTok's uh, kind of similar, right? Like it's like maybe a hundred bucks for a million views or something maybe. like that. Yeah. I think I've gotten, because you can't get monetized, right? No. On no. TikTok. Same thing on Instagram. I can't get monetized so, on there either. I think I've had my TikTok account for about eight months maybe and mm -hmm. it's what is that one thousand forty eight dollars so yeah, like it's a, know, kick in the pants a couple <laughs> it's a couple bucks but it's like yeah the you're only way you're it. going to be making any substantial revenue is by doing sponsored stuff yes 100 100 like, i mean the youtube I, ads aren't bad yeah, I mean, I think conceivably, if you had a big channel on YouTube, you could subsist without doing any sponsors, sponsored posts or anything like that. Yeah. Like if you're kind of like it's towards like a million subscribers, you might not necessarily need to do any ads. But then at the same time, if you have a million subscribers, companies are probably like, hey, we'll give you, you know, $50,000 for a video. So yeah. it might be kind of hard to turn down that kind of money. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that if, if you were going after the content creation for the sake of trying to get, oh, how much will TikTok platform make me or how much will the YouTube ads pay me? I think you've got the wrong idea. Yeah, yeah. It's and so with with this Instagram real bonus thingy, I'm what I'm going to try to do for just this period, right? I'm trying to do as many uh, videos as I can and like really, really get them out. Cause you can do up to 150 is the limit. So I'm oh, going to try to do 150 and just see what I get. 
But okay. it is not sustainable to post yeah. this many times a day. Yeah, yeah. I have no. I went to. Uh, I I was j- uh, joking around with uh, Jason Grissom in one of your comment sections, mm. and uh, I noticed that there were there were definitely some trolls kind of circling around in your comment section and getting angry at you for posting so often. Yeah, you know it yeah. is what it is. In all fairness, yeah. I did realize that some of them I had re- like I told you before I got on. I was like, ah, yeah, I had reposted some of those ones earlier, but but yeah, whatever. <laughs> It's we've, this is we've an talked experiment about this to, to yeah. try, right? Yeah. And <coughs> I have to imagine at the end of the month, if I get, I might get like a couple hundred bucks out of mm-hmm. it. And yeah, I mean, again, better than the kick in the pants, right? I yeah. mean, when you go from making zero money to some money, it's like, oh, it's kind of nice. <laughs> I think what I'm going to do after this month of just trying to go hard on it is just go back to what I usually do which mm-hmm. is a nice, just steady, easy pace of posting stuff. Yeah. And whatever money I get from it, I get from it. From it, yeah. I have noticed that your uh, following on Instagram exploded over like the last two weeks or so. You must have gained like 30,000 followers. I did, dude. I posted two videos on how to install drawer slides. Yeah. And they both got ten to 15,000 followers a piece. Wow, very cool. So this, I, I genuinely think reels are fantastic for short snippets. However, okay. if you're trying to convey information, for some reason, posting it as a normal video, because it automatically puts those captions on it, mm. it seems to do substantially better. Interesting, interesting. I don't, think i have that feature where a normal video will get captions you, ha- you have to go into your settings and oh okay and okay. there's like a thing that's like automatic closed captions uh but those okay. blow up yeah so yeah, maybe, I'll tr- maybe i'll take some of my reels and uh, i'll do the opposite of what i've been doing for a while which is taking old videos and converting them into reels maybe yeah. i'll take some reels convert them into old videos and yeah. see how see how it's, that goes it's worth trying but uh you, go- you gotta experiment with these platforms is like the thing I'm learning. You got to just throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. But you know, what's crazy though. I unlocked that, (laughs) that reels bonus thing or whatever it was. The count like, you know, exploded. (laughs) And now when I go on, you know, you hit this little, the little heart thing up there, right? Yeah. I see my name right at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it used to be right in that top corner that you had a filter. So you could filter and just read your comments. Yeah. I don't have that anymore. Gone gone so like if i open up this page it just says so many people like this so many people like this so many people like this i can't see comments yeah yeah and i'm like i'm not going back to like each individual post and seeing if people i'm like sorry i guess i just can't look at comments right now i don't know yeah i I mean like uh the um, what was i gonna say at the rate you're posting it's like it's you couldn't possibly do both right and and no. still continue to create content. There's only so many hours of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh my God, we're almost 45 minutes in. We okay, let's bang it. Let's, let's talk about yeah. a woodworking question. Yeah, let's let's bang out some questions. Josh, and I want to so I want to apologize. I've been saying Josh Tinter. Uh oh. I so I, I, I sent him some stuff. He's he's one of my patrons. So I, I sent him um, some woodpecker stuff the other day. Oh, nice. And. You know, he gave me he gave me a really nice message. Super nice guy. But he goes, I, I he's like, I don't mean to make a big deal out of it, but it's actually 
Tintner. Oh, Tintner. Oh, sorry, and I was man. Like, Dude, I'm so sorry. So oh. I'm going to go, go change all those in our list now. But anyway, Josh said, besides your Ryobi cordless random orbit sander, he said that you've, he said that you're on like 12. I, I've lost count. It's in the yeah, double yeah. digits yeah. for sure. Yeah. What are some other tools that you would recommend that people stay clear of? Oh, stay clear of. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I mean, while we're talking about sanders, I have a bunch of those little mouse sanders. You know, like the little... The corner like the tri- detail triangle Yeah, things. the triangle. I've burned through so many of those. They're handy because a lot of sanders... It's hard to get a sander. Now I have the uh, the Festool Rotex 80 that'll get into tight little corners like that. That's what but I was going yeah. Yeah, before I just had those mouse ones and I would like... I'd get like a week out of them and then they would die. Yeah. So... Spend the extra money and just get the Rotex if you're uh, if you're going to be doing any volume of sanding. Uh, trying to I've think actually of some... never used one of those triangle sanders. Yeah, um, the the I've never found a good um, cordless. You know how every tool company has the light, like just like an LED light that you can slide the battery into. They're always bad. Like you it's have tough. this. You have this super powerful battery right there that like will power a saw, and then you have this like little crappy LED that outputs like three lumens. Like I, I've never once found a good one, so I, I would avoid those. So uh, Pat's actually on my list of of my buddy who works for Milwaukee. Yeah. Um. He always just like, well, what do you want? He goes, you know, I can't. I have no idea when I'm going to be able to get this stuff for you, but like, you know, just let me yeah. know because I might be able to snag you something. I was yeah. like, I want one of those. It's like the size of like a like a like a shoe box, right? Mm-hmm. It's like their like big big LED light that has the panels that like fold out and stuff, so you can aim them all. He yes, was like, yeah. "Dude, we can light an entire job site with just this thing." Oh yeah, okay. And I was like, I don't know if I believe you, but I'll definitely try it. Is it battery powered or yeah. is it corded? Okay, okay, interesting. I think it's both. I think like where it works with a battery, but then if the battery dies, you pop it off and like behind the yep. battery panel has like the prong thing. Yeah. My my favorite tools are the ones where it's like battery powered or it's corded. And yeah. then when you plug the corded one in, it also charges the battery. Oh. I have like a DeWalt job site radio that does that. Uh, I'm That's trying to cool. think of. Yeah, it's one of my favorite features of any tool. I, as soon as I get a tool that's like both battery and corded, I always check to see if it does that. This is tools that suck, not tools that you like. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, Let me get back on track um, here. <laughs> well, mine, that miter saw that, that Rigid gave me is yeah. absolute dog crap. Yeah, yeah. Do, um, and it's not just because I had the a, a, a thing with Rigid. That saw sucks. That's uh, that's fair. I can see. It. I I, I can look at that saw and I can know that it's. Did you sucks did you when... happen to watch the video where I like showed how bad the deflection was on it? Yes, I did. I did. That was and my you... pinky. I know. I know. It was crazy. I saw that. I was like, oh, I you know, I watched that video and then I immediately went to check my Bosch because some people say that the Bosch doesn't have great deflection. And I couldn't like I couldn't even get like a quarter of what you got, and I was like wrenching on it. So yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, this is uh, not good. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Um... Uh, I have uh, I actually I have it here at home because I was using it today. A rigid shop vac. It kind of sucks. Oh God, I hate my rigid shop vac. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty awful. They're um, unbelievably loud. You yeah. have to use a bag. 
Yeah. At minimum. <laughs> and most of the time, those bags explode inside of yes. them. Yes, Clog the filter do. anyway. You have to be using a filter, a bag, and like one of those cyclone separator things with it yeah. to make it worth anything. Yeah. And then you have like, you know, this big contraption. You're like, what am I doing with my life? I know. <laughs> I know. I told you I'm for sure buying the the Festool CT, whatever the hell it is. You're going to like it. You're going to like it. Um, uh, but I'm just uh, waiting until to... the rigid dies. Yeah. Uh, that might be. Dude, I had. So this is actually my second rigid. And why I bought the same shop vac, I will never know. I think I'm like a, a glutton for punishment or something. Yeah. But I had another one. I think one of my guys was using it and he was like sucking up dust and he would just like redlined it with like no bag in it or like maybe the bag broke as they do. Just and like shooting it right out the back. And it started making this horrible noise. Like somehow dust must have gotten up into the motor yeah. and made this high pitched noise. It made that horrible noise. It sounded like it was gonna it was gonna die, but it kept going for another two years after that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, I'm sorry for you, because if you're waiting for it to die to get the fest tool, you might be waiting a while. And honestly, it'll probably <laughs> just be once we move, I'll, I'll trash yeah. it. But, yeah, fair enough. Um, another one. I'm a proponent of Ryobi tools, man. I like some of yeah. the Ryobi stuff. Yeah, but I like my cordless hot glue gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> their table saw is crap. Ooh. If you've ever used their table saw, it is awful. Yeah. yeah. I just got buy that. I got the cordless DeWalt table saw and I've only used it for one day. So I don't want to say like too strong in one direction, but I, I am quite enjoying it. Oh, really? Yeah. 10 yeah. incher, 10 inch blade. Uh, no, maybe eight and a half. And it's got the oh. tiny cause it's cordless. So it's got that tiny little thin curf blade. It takes one of their 60 volt batteries. So it does still have some, some juice to it, but it's got a fence on it. That's geared. So you like turn a crank yeah, to move yeah, the fence yeah, yeah. and it's really when it like when you set it somewhere, it's like it's locked in there. It's quite good. So, so far, I'm, you know, conservatively or I, you know, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I'm really liking it. Of job site saws, everybody that I've talked to that you like genuinely uses a lot of job site saws. I had a job site saw. It was a rigid one at first. Yeah. It sucked. There were so yeah. many issues with it. People swear I know the SawStop job site one people love. Yes. And yeah. the DeWalt job site one yeah. people yeah. love. Yeah. It's because it, it's it's the way it's like the rack and pinion fence. It's like a gear and then you lock it in and it's yeah. really supposed to be really good. I kind of actually wish my SawStop fence in the shop had the rack and pinion system because it's really easy to dial in like, you know, like a 32nd this way or a 16th that way. As opposed to like little little tap tap thing. Yeah, and is like it's like you're like it's this like big heavy fence, and you're like trying to like just hit it, and then you're like, oh, I moved an eighth, and I only wanted a sixteenth. Now I got to tap back in the other direction. So that's one of the things on my saw. I got the 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 woodpecker's flip. Oh thingy yeah, yeah. For the yes. table saw fence. So like if I'm right on a setting, I'll flip up one of those little stops, mm -hmm. and then. Uh, it has a little dial on it so I can just spin the dial and it'll just slowly Ooh. push the fence over a little bit. Like okay, just minuscule amounts. It works and that's, great. That's a woodpecker like attachment? Yeah. It's, I'm let's trying see to, what it's called. Woodpecker. I wonder if that would work on my saw stop. Well, it's actually made for... Okay, it's a woodpecker's rip flip stop system. 
They have. It's probably crazy expensive. Uh, yeah, it's probably five hundred bucks. But the do you have a thirty six or fifty two inch saw? Uh, fifty two. Do you have the real wide one? Yeah. Okay, the fifty two inch one is two hundred and nineteen dollars. Oh, that's actually not the worst thing in the world. And it comes with two flip stops. I think I have. Okay. Okay. Six flip stops, and you definitely yeah. do not need that because I just. They asked me, they're like, how many do you want? I was like, I don't know, six. How many will you give me? <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I would ever use more than like three, maybe. Because one, you can keep locked together for like perfect dados. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one, you would just like leave for yeah. regular cuts. So like, really, if you got like three, you'd be fine. Cool. But it comes with cool, two. Cool, cool, cool. Right, Definitely worth it if you, if you have some money you got to blow and you're looking for something like that. Not a bad <laughs> Always thing. I'm always looking to blow money. <laughs> yeah. Not when you're younger, though. No, 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 no. Only, only Ooh, now. <laughs> I know something I'd avoid, and uh, it it reminded me because I saw Chris from uh, Cowdog. Mm-hmm. It was on a couple episodes ago. He put up a video about pegboard, dude. Pegboard mm-hmm. should be outlawed. Pegboard <laughs> sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like the you're talking about like the cheap MDF stuff that you uh like the, like like the brown yeah eighth inch yeah. thick stuff it's awful yeah, this, oh it's horrible have you tried any of that uh wall control stuff no I haven't I approached them like so long ago like when I was like first starting on Instagram I probably had like two thousand followers I was like hey would you Big be willing shot. to like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a full-on influencer now. You'd be willing to send me some of that. And they were actually really cool about it. And they were like, yeah, totally. Like, we, you know, we'd love to send yeah. you, like, a little section so you can try it out. Um, but then they found out I was in Canada. They're like, ooh, sorry, we can't I heard send that. They, yeah, so they they were not willing to send it cross-border. They said it. they had some sort of, like, distributor thing where they were, I don't know if they were just, like, politely telling me oh. to screw off. Um, yeah. But I've heard a lot of people in Canada, they... They get in these not kind of like talks with brands and they're like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, for sure. And they go, yeah. so, okay, well, what's your address? You're like, oh, yeah, I live in Ontario. And they're like, uh, yeah. sorry. It's only happened to me a few times, but it, it definitely has been a thing. Um. Oh, I had another tool that I wanted to share that was not good. And now I've completely, completely oh, slipped my I had mind. a question. I was, this is for you because you're. Okay more familiar with a sawzall than i am mm-hmm. i had a sawzall what love me a good sawzall yeah so i was i told you my buddy's mom bought a new house and she's not handy so she was having us do a bunch of stuff brought the sawzall over but obviously the stock blade that was with it was trash right so, Garbage, so i got yeah. myself a new one i got maybe a, a six inch blade yeah is it normal on a sawzall for if the blade is not touching anything and you turn it on, is it normal for the blade to kind of, mm. okay, like that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, this isn't good. <laughs> you, cause you like, you, you're kind of supposed to start the sawzall with like the blade, you know, just touching or just about to touch. And okay. It's not a precision tool. Like you're not no, using no, no, it to no. cut dovetails or you're anything like that. You're cutting a fence down. Exactly. You know what's great with the Sawzall? Get the carbide-tipped blades. Yeah, I they, got like the demo blade or something. It was No, subs- you, you got to get... Well, how much was it? 
I don't know, like probably like 15 bucks. You got to get the ones that are like $30. They're like, oh. you're you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm spending this much money on a Sawzall blade. But the normal ones are just steel. Yeah. And okay. like the teeth are just made out of normal steel. Yeah. But the carbide tipped ones have carbide on the tips of every tooth. And I am not joking when I say they last 20 times longer. Oh, wow. And they're sharper they stay sharp like up until the I've used. So I've used a wood like one of their wood blades to uh-huh. cut through a 12 inch steel I-beam. Oh, yeah, it's there. They are heavy duty and they keep cutting. And it's just the, the blades are ludicrous. They're like 30, 40 dollars each or something like that. But well, well worth the money versus the conventional blades. So is there any difference? As long as it's carbide tip, have you noticed any difference between the ones that say like demo, wood, wood embedded, nail embedded wood, all that yeah, kind of stuff? Yeah, you know, that's that's a good question. Uh, I mean, I think they're like a little bit better. Like the wood one will be better, a little bit better for wood and the metal one will be a little bit better for metal. But you can swap them back and forth and you're really not going to like so, a lot of anything. T- a lot of times I'll just grab the metal one because it's their finer teeth. So it doesn't vibrate as much. It's like a smoother cut. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make sure I just didn't get a bad one. I was like, oh, yeah. this isn't, this doesn't seem right. My plumber had like these abrasive ones for a while where it was like, it wasn't even like there was no teeth on it. It was just like a strip and then a layer of adhesive. And then they would like embed like diamond bits into it or whatever. And he would use that huh. for cutting cast iron pipe. I got another question for you. Mm-hmm. Why? do like you, you obviously have cut like hardy board or i don't know what do you call it in like that is that what you guys call it? hardy board that like concrete Har- yeah yeah hardy board, board. Yeah. why do you need a special blade for that is it because it's actually made from like powdered concrete it's it'd be like cutting a rock with your table saw blade no you could definitely cut it with a normal blade um but it would dull it pretty quick so it's uh, it's like fu- it's like paper with cement mixed into it okay. so the aggregate is kind of like this fibrous thing but there is like a little bit of like rocky texture to it so if you use mm. like a normal blade it would probably dull out pretty quick but i have definitely cut it with you know just a normal blade like if you only had to cut one like it's not worth switching the blade but if you're gonna like side a whole house then yeah yeah yeah, well, take the, time. The, the reason I, I brought up is because like, I saw with the track saw that mm-hmm. they have a it's like a four tooth diamond yeah. abrasive blade for the track. So yeah. I was like, huh? probably probably for cutting that and for cutting concrete board for like your like shower, uh, like a shower wall. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I, ha- okay. I have this little teeny. Um, I guess it's a, yeah, it's like a little teeny circular saw. And it's got a diamond bit on it. It's just for cutting concrete. Is it like those? It's like a two and a half, three inch blade or something. Yeah, it's exactly. Like it's a, a hockey puck. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's a rigid tool, so it's got. I'm sorry. It has it has a dust collection hose that comes off the back of it, and then it's just got like a a hat that like fits perfectly over a bucket. Okay. And it's okay. like the world's worst dust collection system. It does not work at all. But it's like I guess they were trying something. I don't know. So there you go. There's another tool that I would not, I would not buy again. You got any other ones that suck? Um, I'm trying to think. I used to like hate. 
basically all cordless saws because up until um, the lithium ion batteries yeah. started coming out, they just sucked. Yeah. Like to, to use like the old, like even the high ends, like I had a couple, like I had a cordless DeWalt circular saw, a uh, cordless sawzall, like a reciprocating yeah. saw. You get like two cuts out of them and the battery will be dead. Um, but now with the lithium ion ones, they're, they're much better. So I, I you know, I, I wouldn't say that anymore. Don't buy any old ones. <laughs> yeah. Do you have that, like the flex volt? That's the DeWalt's thing, right? It's like the 60 yeah. volt or whatever the hell it is. I have two of those batteries. I want to get more, but I'm uh, they're expensive. So I'm like slowly. Do you have the circular saw of that? No, but I have used that, and that thing is a beast. So I got the Milwaukee, whatever their like most expensive circular saw thing is. Yeah, with their like high end battery. I don't know. I don't know all the Milwaukee stuff. It's just what the yeah. guy gave me, dude. That thing is crazy. Yeah, like it's yeah. more powerful than some corded saws that oh, I've used. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. I have uh, both of the Dewalt. Well, they have like ten different circular saws, but I have the the seven inch blade, seven or is it seven and a half? Uh, it's a, a, some, it's something like that, seven ish, seven and a quarter. Yeah, and then I also have the six and a half, which is a left hand cut uh, okay. saw, and those are both like they're twenty volt, like they're the regular twenty volt, but it's like this is just as powerful as any quartered circular saw I've ever yeah. used before. So it's pretty crazy what they can do with batteries now. I don't know why you would buy a corded circular saw. Just back in the day, like the only well, reason like is like now, yeah, yeah. Now I would, I would, I don't know. Unless you have to like, unless all you're doing all day long is like cutting plywood or something. Like say you like your your entire job is just sheathing the outside of a house and all you do is stay in one spot all day and cut plywood. Then yeah, get a quarter one. But like if you're moving around at all, get the cordless one for sure. Yeah. For sure. I I even have the little teeny tiny Dewalt uh, four and a half inch. Um, circular saw, and I love that for cutting plywood and stuff like that. Like for small cuts, it's amazing. Makes sense. I even I even use it for demolition. Uh, I'll use it to like snip studs in half. Like if you have like a floor to ceiling stud, if you just snip it right in the middle and then grab it, you can like pull the nails out at the bottom, pull the nails out at the top, and you know you've demolished a wall in like ten seconds. I feel like a circular saw is something that's kind of like having extra drills or drivers yeah it's yeah. like if you if let's say one of your drills dies don't yeah. just go buy a drill buy like one of those combo kits and just get another circular saw have 100%. a specialty blade or like oh i yeah. use this blade to just cut whatever and if i hit a nail with this one like i don't care exactly exactly yeah it's it i mean it i guess it depends like you know if you're a homeowner who only does stuff occasionally but you're the type of person who's doing this stuff on a regular basis get a couple just scatter them around you know like that's how i am with impact drivers they're just like around in my shop i don't have like any particular one that i like it's like a pencil yeah exactly and safety glasses. i do the same thing with safety glasses tape measures you just kind of scatter them around yeah. the workshop yeah, yeah yeah so i got a question for you and mm -hmm. i think this will this will be a this is a hot <laughs> topic and the question is from Hegan Home Goods, and he wants to know, to woodpecker or not to woodpecker? Ooh, okay. But I think we should save this one for the after show. I think you're right. So everybody listening, we are going to go head over to the after show. I got the boat, the warm weather, boat's ready to roll. Yep. She's been idling for a while. 
We're going to hop boat? on a boat and what? Is it a fan boat? Fan bo- No, no. We no. talked about the fan, fan boats yeah. like 10 episodes ago. It's a pontoon boat. <laughs> best yeah, kind okay, of nice. boat. Fastest <laughs> out there. But uh, we're going to hop on the boat. We are going to go to the after show. And if you want to meet us over there, hang out with us for another hour or so. You can go to patreon.com slash off the cut podcast or click the little link down in the podcast show notes. You got anything right, else, Zach? No, that's it. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Yeah, and uh, like Zach always says, if you're too cheap, we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We're just giving you a hard time. But if you don't want to join us at the after show, it's all good. We will see you next week. But everybody else will see you at the after show. Peace.